doing great, James. What's on your mind, bro? Uh, not bad. Someone just hit my car. Um, oh, no. <laughs> not bad. You just yeah. got hit. hit. Yeah, they, and they're driving off. It's okay. What? Oh, no, what? No. Yeah, James, what's, your, what's your license plate? Get the yes. license yes. plate. Anyway. I, I'll write it down. Get your license plate. I'll get it's a lawyer. I can't. They, I'll get no, a lawyer they, for you. Read the license plate over the radio. No. Oh, yeah, that's wrong. That shouldn't they, do that. They, yeah, swerved, no. they swerved into my lane. No way. Anyway, I was calling about, I was calling about uh, Ben Simmons. <gasps> what? James, uh, I'm not worried about it. You just got in a car accident. You called about Ben Simmons? Oh, that's an accident. Yeah, because he annoys me more than someone hitting my car and driving off. Hi, James. Oh, man. <laughs> he annoys me more than someone hitting my car and driving off. That was James calling into WIP, home of Philadelphia sports, and Angelo in the morning and whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, WIP, I lived in Philly for a while. They're doing the Lord's work, WIP. James got in a hit and run, didn't care. Wanted to talk about Ben Simmons. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast about news, narratives, takes, and gambling. Ben Simmons still has not appeared in a game for the Philadelphia 76ers. But no one's surprised. We're going to talk about a lot today, including Thursday night football and Texas Tech getting in trouble. It's a weird school Texas Tech is, but we're going to start today with some baseball. That's right, baseball. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. We have an actual top story today, and that top story today is Kelly Karen Stafford. Kelly Stafford got mad at fans sitting behind her in the Rams' loss at the 49ers and threw a pretzel at a fan. Then she got called out by this woman on Instagram or Twitter. It must be Instagram. Here we go. Quote, at last night's game at Levi Stadium, why did you throw a pretzel at a Niner fan sitting behind me? Who do you think you are to do such a thing? You are lucky you didn't hit me because the outcome would have been different for you. Show some class and support your husband and his new team with grace, please. I'm a Rams fan, and I am embarrassed by your actions last night. This is why I'm sharing with others. Hopefully, you will be made more aware of what you are doing in the future and set a better example for your children. Then Kelly apologized, and she said, it was a weak moment, blah, 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 blah. Kelly is a Karen, and when she was with the Lions, she last year called Michigan a dictatorship because of masks. But nothing will happen. She's very wealthy, very attractive, very rich. It is, however, hilarious that she was trending on the internet again. She is just the worst. Now let's talk about baseball. The Cy Young Awards for the best pitcher in baseball were awarded in two separate leagues, so we still don't know who the best pitcher in baseball was. I digress. Google is so stupid. I tried to pull up the stats for one of these pitchers, and it gave me his batting stats. He was, uh, he was 0 for 4 this year. <laughs> Robbie Ray was with one strikeout. Well, good for him. Put the ball in play. Huh? <laughs> oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, that's hilarious. So the American League Cy Young Award, Google, what? The American League Cy Young Award winner is Robbie Ray. Uh, Rob, Robbie Ray finished the season with a 2.84 ERA. Uh, how many wins do you have, Robbie? 13 and 7. Pretty good year for old Robbie with 248 strikeouts, which is enormous. This is the fifth pitcher from the 2014 Detroit Tigers who had either won a Cy Young or would go on to win a Cy Young in later years. The fifth. You can Google the 2014 Detroit Tigers, the greatest team in baseball history never to win a championship. The 
National League Cy Young Award winner is Milwaukee Brewer Corbin Burns. And can I just say, while I have your attention, that Corbin Burns is one of the greatest names in world history. Corbin Burns could be just about any nationality at just about any time and do just about any job. Sounds like a James Bond character, but also a king of Southeast Asia. What a sweet name. Corbin had a 2-4-3 ERA. He had 234 strikeouts on the year. And basically, what was his first full-time, first year as a full-time starter? He had 28 starts this year. Previously, he had nine in 2020 and then uh, just four in 2019. So he's a youngster. He won. He was, he was the runaway winner. I thought that Lance Lynn would win in the American League, but he did not. The, ML, the MLB MVPs will be announced tonight during Thursday Night Football, so we may or may not cover that. I don't, I don't know. It's a football Friday. I don't know what you want me to... I don't know what you want from me. Let's talk about Texas Tech. Texas Tech has been reprimanded by the Big 12 Conference, which apparently still exists, despite its uh, 90% of its revenue going out the door. They reprimanded the radio announcers of Texas Tech. Quote, in accordance with Big 12 Conference sportsmanship and ethical policy, the conference has issued a public reprimand for Texas Tech radio announcers. They have also been removed from announcing the Texas Tech game on November 20th. The actions have been taken in response to comments during Saturday's football game against Iowa State. Then there's a quote from the commissioner that we're not going to read because suits are annoying. Would you like to know what he said? I don't have it. I looked for it. I don't have it, but I have the quotes. This guy's name is The Mike, and Reddit found this guy. Texas Tech announcer just called the call bullshit on live radio. They're now claiming the Big 12 fixed the game. Maybe John Walters isn't as bad as I thought. I don't know who that is. Update. They just read off the names of the refs claiming they have no control and are corrupt. I don't think the announcers have expressed an opinion since the tone of their voice implies that they've been sent to the principal's office. And then, finally, Texas Tech, remember, won the football game. So, uh, local radio, keeping it real. Let's preview some Thursday night football. Football. I'm ignoring my own reprimand because it's my show and I can do whatever I want. Actually, you know what? Let's, before we do that, let's preview, preview uh, uh, future Thursday night footballs, which is going to be on Amazon maybe as early as next year. They're going star hunting. Amazon in terms of who they want to call the game. And so that means, you know, everybody. I think that Dan Big Cat cats from barstool sports should be involved in the broadcast that's my personal opinion he's great on pro football talk with mike florio when he appears and despite the silliness of part of my take he's a great pro he's been doing radio in chicago for years and years as well however they are thinking that they want to they want to pair the super team of troy aikman with al michaels this is according to frontofficesports.com. i don't know how much they're going to pay but i don't know that aikman two games in a week for aikman seems a little much i don't know uh they're going to call it the dream team we do know that Al Michaels is essentially in. The New York Post reported that he's 90% sure he's going to do Thursday Night Football. And a lot of that has to do with them kind of trying to phase him out at NBC and phase in Mike Tirico, Mike Rulebook Tirico, the most boring play-by-play announcer in history. He's literally like, if you like went to a robot storm, like, get us a play-by-play announcer, it would be Mike Tirico. He's just, it's just games that he calls just happen. Nothing is interesting about them. They just happen. So they're phasing Michaels out. He's old. Um, and as a result of that, he's like, um, I still have my contract at NBC and you still have to put me on the television at least part of the time, but I might as well do these Thursday night broadcasts, which are going to go to Amazon. So Troy Aikman and Al Michaels, I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's a good opportunity for fresh blood personally. Um, play by play guy. Yeah. But I don't, I think that that's the wrong move. I think going talent hunting is, is the right move, but I think that 
you just got to scout a little harder. And casting is important. You get the right characters, you get the right players to play the right characters, whether it's uh, in live television or in like you know, Game of Thrones, it can really change things. So should, I think that's, that's my personal opinion. Okay, let's look at some Thursday Night Football. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Atlanta Falcons. The game will be played in ATL. Uh, for those of you thinking about betting this game, let's go through some facts. Tom Brady against the spread in his last 11, last 11 games that started at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you old-ass man. He did not cover the spread against Baltimore or Houston or Tennessee or Chicago or New York or New Orleans or the Rams or the football team or Dallas or New England or Philly. Dating all the way back to the beginning of last year, including losses in there, I believe to the Rams, Chicago, now, Philly got a backdoor cover, and he doesn't play defense. But Tom Brady has not covered the spread at an 8 p.m. game as a Buccaneer. He's old. It's past his bedtime. So what's the spread tonight? Let's take a look at the uh, gambling situation here. Line has moved a little bit. Uh, there's some running backs that might not play. New England is favored by... Why am I doing that? It's New England. Oh, my God. See, look what happened to me. Oh, wait. Well, that's, we can do that for next week. We can do that for the Tampa Bay Bucks. New England is at Atlanta. Hold on, I have, a, I have a thing for this. Let me see if I can remember it. Wait. Might be. <clears throat> okay. Well, this makes it even weirder. All right, so New England is at Atlanta. <laughs> this is why we do the show together. Uh, this is your water cooler sports show. I'm Googling things while you drive so that you can live your life. The Patriots are favored by seven against the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are without probably their second, third, fourth best player in Calvin Ridley, who I believe, I'm going to just maybe double check my facts on that, Calvin Ridley. He took some time away for uh, mental health reasons, and he hasn't been back, so he's not going to be there. That's a big fantasy thing that happened a while ago. People have been paying attention to that. That's one of the reasons the Falcons are not favored. The Atlanta Falcons on the year are perhaps the weirdest team in the NFL. Um, they win more than we thought they would, but they also kind of suck. They're coming off an absolute ass whipping. Mike McCarthy called it a red ass game by the Cowboys. They lost to the Panthers, but they've also beaten the Saints and the Giants. So nobody knows what the hell the Falcons are. They do have Matt Ryan, who's probably a Hall of Famer. It's going to get close. So let's look at some gambling stuff for this game. Uh, Patriots are favored by seven. The line is 47. Oh my God, this is our weekly favorite game. 23 and a half minus four and a half is... 19 to 26. 19 26. That's the that's what Vegas is predicting. That was that was pretty quick. 19 to 26. I like um I'm gonna stay away from all of that. I think actually no no I'm not. I love the over there. No time to prepare. Thir uh, overs on Thursday nights have been pretty good. Thursdays are usually way crazier than we thought they would be, and that's just like three touchdowns each. I definitely think that can happen. There's enough home run hitters for both teams. Cordero Patterson, uh fantasy god of our lives, who was a kick returner and then a wide receiver. <clears throat> And then a running back, he's not playing, allegedly. We don't know. Um, Damian Harris, running back for the New England Patriots, he might not be playing. So let's go through some props that I love. And I found some <clears throat> quarterback props. Yes, passing yards. Mac Jones, passing yards over under is 255.5. Now, Mac Jones has only hit this a couple times this season. Uh, I'm going to count real quick. One, two, three, four times he's been over that. Only four times through nine games. In those games, they're not doing very well. They lost to the Dolphins. They lost to the Saints. They lost to the Bucks. And in games, he's gone over in games, only one win, and that was against the Jets, which does not count because that's barely a football team. 
if the Patriots are going to win, which we all think they're going to win, they're favored by seven, he's going to throw for perhaps even under 200 yards. I think that's a lock. Mac Jones under 255 passing yards. The Patriots have a great offensive line. There are going to be things open for him, but the name of the game for Mac Jones is efficiency. 82%, 66%, 66%, 71%, 76% completed passes. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see him going much over this. They don't have a lot of home run hitters. I love Mac Jones under there. The other thing that I love is why is this not easier to navigate? Receiving yards. I probably should have written it down. Right. Hold on. I will make this happen for you. Um, yeah, so I like Mike Davis. Mike Davis was a fantasy football darling early in the year, and then they discovered Cordero Patterson is actually better at running the football and catching the football than Mike Davis, but he might not be there. So Mike Davis, uh, the over-under on rushing yards for him. Oh, wow, they removed it. Oh, wow. They removed all the rushing props from this game because they don't know who's going to play. Good for you, Vegas. That's the smart thing to do. Good for you. So I guess the only play that I really like is Mac Jones and the over. I think I would bet both of those. I definitely think that I, w- I would bet both of those. We've got Friday Night Football. I guess we'll take a look at those games right now. Memphis is at Houston, and San Diego State is at UNLV. Both of those games feature ranked opponents. Big college football slate this weekend. Things are going to start sorting themselves out. Wake Forest is playing Clemson, and what is now like Cle- Wake Forest is a heavy favorite in the rankings, but an underdog in the spread, which is... How do I say this? Effing hilarious. <laughs> um, Arkansas is at Alabama. You know what? Arkansas is going to piss off Alabama more. They actually get closer than a lot of other people do against Alabama. Ole Miss occasionally beats Alabama. LSU did one time. Auburn and Arkansas, Arkansas pisses them off. And they have a tough team. And actually, I that's an interesting game. That's an interesting game. Oregon has the first of two matchups against Utah in three weeks, one of which will be the Pac-12 championship. They have to win both if they want to go to the college football playoff. Other interesting games. This is a B-plus slate. This is the weekend where the SEC is playing a bunch of nobodies. For Ole Miss, they're playing Vanderbilt. Ha made that joke yesterday. Not over it. Ohio State, Michigan State, of course, is the big game this weekend. Who's Michigan playing? Maryland? Ugh. Man, if this were September. But alas, it is not. We'll preview college and pro football tomorrow and maybe we'll talk about the MLB MVP situation but I highly doubt it oh man what an embarrassing moment for me the Bucks and the Patriots I got him confused oh no I don't feel that bad that's going to do it for this edition of interesting to see don't be a Kelly Stafford maybe we should start that if Karens are in their 40s and 50s Maybe Kellys will be the daughters of Karens. Are you being a Kelly today? I think I'm going to try to start that. We'll see how long I can get that. How long, how long I care about that. We, we'll, just, we'll just take a look. See, Like, rate, review. I'd really appreciate five-star reviews. Download it, re-download it, send it to your friends, spam your email, all that stuff. We'll be back in better than ever tomorrow morning for a Football Friday. Football Friday.